We are in a fascinating time to be a fantasy hockey GM, and that's why you are tuned and tapped into your source for off-season fantasy hockey news, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And we're dropping all of the knowledge on your head top today that you need to know. Pierre-Luc Dubois, all on the move to fully cementing the New Jersey Devils as a real cup threat and all of the fantasy implications in between. On the Thursday episode, let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We might be a few months away from dropping the puck on the opening of the 2023-24 NHL season, but fantasy hockey never sleeps, baby, and thank you for making us your first listen every single day all throughout the summer. Steele and I will be here to make sure you are ready to own your fantasy hockey draft come September or whenever you're drafting your next team. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being the perfect fit, and it's the exact same with your vehicle. So for parts that you need, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions apply. Steel. I said to you off air, I'm fired up when we have real things to talk about. And I think you and I mentioned a little bit earlier in the week that the, some of the peripheral moves were happening. And now some of these big names are starting to fly. Pierre-Luc Dubois finally finds a new home. But actually, I really like this for the Winnipeg Jets as well. Let's break down that trade. We'll break down the impacts for your fantasy squad. Tyler Toffoli. This also is going to be a little bit of a New Jersey Devils special. Because now, Steel, even if you didn't think they were a cup threat before, which they were, they're yeah. definitely one now. And I love the moves. Toffoli goes to Jersey. Sharon Govich to Calgary. Blackwood to the San Jose Sharks. What does that mean? And Timo Meyer getting the bag. Tommy Fitzgerald has been a busy boy in that front yeah. office. As I always say, I want to throw it over to you because I know what I have to say. But I want to hear what you have to say because Pierre-Luc Dubois, I know you've been a little bit on the fence about this player at times. Hit me with your take on what this means for the Kings first and obviously what the Winnipeg Jets get in return. Yeah, I think it's huge for both teams. Obviously a ton back in return for the Winnipeg Jets. Like you said before we hopped on, it's a win-win situation. They should really feel happy with what they accomplished here with this trade, and especially their fans should be ecstatic about the return they got. LA Kings received Pierre-Luc Dubois from, from the Winnipeg Jets. Mm -hmm. In return, the Jets receive forward Alex Ayafalo, Rasmus mm -hmm. Kupari, Gabriel Velarde in a 2024 second round pick. I would be over the moon. You know, this guy was going to be traded, whether it was right. LA or Montreal. It was those were the two teams that were trying to, you know, find a deal and get one done. LA had the better offer mm. and they had the players that were, uh, that are, are NHL ready right now. And that's exactly what the Winnipeg Jets wanted. They wanted NHL ready players. They didn't mm -hmm. want to rebuild. They didn't want to go through that process with getting draft picks and just prospects. They right. wanted NHL ready players. And so I'll start there with the Winnipeg Jets because Please. that's where uh, a lot of fans should be really happy about. I think and so. I think with all three players, you know, you get a little bit of a mixture of variety and skill lover. I think when mm -hmm. you look at Alex Iafalo, 
It's pretty straightforward, very consistent player, averages yeah. 35 to 40 points a year. He mm-hmm. only played 59 games last year as yeah, well. Yeah, he was so banged there, up. There was a lot more upside to his game last season that we didn't mm-hmm. get to see because of that Agreed. injury. So pretty straightforward uh, what you get uh, from Alex Iafalo. Kupari is the player that I'm a little bit skeptical about. He is still mm. very young. He's 22, yes. 23 years old. Yes. He, was a, he was the 20th overall pick back in 2018. So, again, Kupari has played mostly on the fourth line, doesn't play tons of minutes, and, right. again, just very abysmal two years in the NHL so far. But there's room to grow. He's still a very young player. Yep. And then you look at Gabe Velarde. Really mm. has the potential to develop into a great player. 41 points in 63 games last year. Another LA King player who was banged up to injuries. And again, one of your favorite stats, he was only seeing 15 minutes of ice time on average last season. So when I look at the Winnipeg Jets and what they got in return, specifically, obviously, you know, like Shifley, Wheeler, and Hellebuck are still in the trade block. We don't know what the team's going to look like after those guys right. get moved. We but don't. As of right now. If they the get same- moved. If they get moved. But as of right now, the second line for the Winnipeg Jets looks like Gabe Velarde, Cole Perfetti, and Alex Iafalo. That could be a very good line and in, in, in a line to keep an eye on for the Winnipeg Jets. Steele, look, I don't need to get into my breakdowns on Cole <laughs> Perfetti. By the way, even how injured he was, Cole Perfetti still got a little bit of love as the rookie of the year in the NHL yeah. last year. Is that something to ride home about? Absolutely not. Ride home, ride home about. Listen. What I have to say about the Winnipeg Jets is I think this move, given that we knew Dubois didn't want any part of it. And as much as we're seeing actually, you know, Calgary players wanting to jump ship. I don't know if I'm buying in as much about what's going on in Winnipeg. I think some of it is just a little bit of frustration. Of course, Dubois was the real one that made sense that he was out of there. I actually now think that they've kind of made a best out of a bad situation. If I'm Mark Shifley and I'm Connor Hellebuck, I'm paying a little bit of attention here. Maybe I want to give it one more run with this Winnipeg team and improve my value. I don't know, Steele. I just wanted to say that Gabe Velarde, uh, first-round pick, 11th overall, former Windsor Spitfire, really good OHL franchise that turns out a lot of good talent, 41 points in 63 games. He's been banged up over his career, including his junior career. He's dealt with injuries. So this is my concern with a guy who's only 23 years old. But when he is healthy, he's been valuable. And you mentioned the lineup now in Winnipeg. So look, does the LA Kings top six, top nine now become one of the most balanced in the NHL? Yes. And up the middle, Kopitar. Kopitar. What what was the, what's their up the middle lineup now? Philip Deneau, Dubois. Kopitar, Dubois, Deneau. That's some of the three most solid and balanced, like you said, in the business. So Number one for me, I think Winnipeg made the best out of a bad situation, and there's some really good fantasy pieces to pay attention to there, fantasy-wise. But if we're talking bets and what this means for the success of the (laughs) LA Kings, if they can get a goaltender, this team has all the pieces to be a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, and that's something to look at as well. They only have... $4.5 $4.5 million in cap space to go out Good and point. get a goaltender. Also Good as point. well, they only have, again, I've mentioned this a couple episodes ago, they only have four defensemen under contract right now. So they're going to mm. have to add a couple of D-men. They're going to have to figure out the cap space situation because True. of this contract with Dubois. Let's get let's talk a little bit about Dubois and the LA Kings yeah. before we move on uh, to the New Jersey Devils. But Dubois, obviously, going to the LA Kings, signs, uh, you know, a, a sign mm-hmm. and trade. 
uh, yep. signs an eight-year, $68 million deal with the LA Kings. And right. again, great return for what the Winnipeg got for Pierre-Luc Dubois, but just an amazing deal for the LA Kings. We, we knew they were... Uh, a legitimate cup contender last mm-hmm. year. Of course, they go up against the Edmonton Oilers in the first round, and it's hard to get by yeah. McDavid and Dreisaitl. But right. this brings a different element to the offensive group for the LA Kings. He's a it power does. forward. He fits it right does. into the scheme and the style of play under Todd McClellan. Mm-hmm. And again, 63 points last year, 77 penalty minutes. He plays a very uh, tenacious, physical, and gritty game. He likes to get when he wants to. Hit. When he, he wants, wants to. to. Yeah. Uh, and it just it adds more danger on uh, more danger into a, an already dangerous power play and special teams unit. So I, uh, you know, I was over the last couple of years very questionable on where to mm. draft Dubois, but for this mm-hmm. season coming up, I actually may reach a tad on Dubois in fantasy drafts, maybe a round or two, uh, because of the potential the LA Kings top top six forward group has. Another thing that I need to just mention now, because Dubois can play the wing. I actually think, you know, his natural position might be the wing. I know he's played mostly, I think, at center in the NHL. But this Kings lineup steal now has so many different wrinkles. A lot of teams, and I think, you know, one of the things over the last number of years in the NHL is, you know, line one, line two, line three has been a very, you know, fluid situation. The LA Kings are the best example of that because the, you know, their top nine is so interchangeable. Kevin Fiala was up and down the lineup. Adrian Kempe can play anywhere you want. Philip Deneau, Trevor Moore, Arvidsson. Yeah, they were the second line. They could be pieces of the first or the third or the fourth if you want. So when you have this many wrinkles, to me, I think what excites me the most because the LA Kings were already a team that scored a lot of goals. I think they were in the top 10. Actually, I know they were in the top 10 in scoring last year overall. I'm excited to see what this also means for a player that you and I have never talked about in Arthur Kaliev. He showed me at a couple times steal. Yeah, he's one of those young guys who gets lazy. Hashtag Pierre-Luc Dubois. But Arthur Kaliev, to me, keep your eye on this guy because there's so much attention to Byfield and Fiala and all the depth. Arthur Kaliev, people, write it down now. I think he's worth a shot. But Steele, if you don't mind, we got a lot more to talk about here. Toffoli, Devils, Blackwood, Timo Meyer getting the bag. We got to make sure that you're taken care of, though, at home and our friends from AG1, which today's episode is brought to you by AG1. It's going to help you out throughout your life. Steele and I have been drinking it before and after the gym. And the most important thing about AG1 is you can take it in the morning. You can take it with your coffee. You can take it before or after the gym. And it helps you stay healthy. It seeks you mentally acute and everything you need to stay sharp. AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support your whole body health. It replaces your multivitamin, your probiotics, and in one simple, sprinkable, drinkable diet. Wow, that's a mouthful. Science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients makes you gotta try AG1. You can put it in a smoothie. You can literally put it in just a cup of water and you're set for the whole day with just one scoop. It's a comprehensive solution that you need from your supplement routine. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL network. You got to check it out today. 
And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues, including the NCAA, your team every single day. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy mm-hmm. Hockey Podcast. Big news, big trades, the NHL yep. draft continuing to t- take place tonight, rounds mm-hmm. uh, two through, or round one, actually. Or, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, round one. Round one. So we're headed into Thursday's episode. So I think the draft was last night, technically, right? Wednesday night. The continuation so, of the draft. The continuation still, of the draft. <laughs> you are on the West Coast. I'm out here on the East Coast. You and I are battling time zones. We're battling. I was downtown in Toronto at the Collision <laughs> Conference. My brain's all helter-skelter. But what I am focused on is this next fantasy season. And lastly, if you don't mind me just jumping in quick, because you mentioned a little yeah. point about the Edmonton Oilers. And I can't help but feel Rob Blake in that front office. He ain't no dummy. He knows he's going to have to go through this Edmonton Oilers squad once again. And they are the most potent offensive lineup and for sure the best power play in the league. So to me, this is one of those, I'm coming for you, Edmonton. Is Pierre-Luc Dubois the answer? I don't know, but they're loading up and ready to go at those Edmonton Oilers because actually steal. I hope we see these teams run into them again, run into each other once again. I hope so too. It's always a great battle in the playoffs between those two teams. And going from a current LA King player okay. to a former LA King player, the Ooh, New nice. Jersey Devils acquired nice. Tyler Toffoli from the Calgary Flames. Another big trade happened last night or a few days ago. Devils acquired mm-hmm. Tyler Toffoli, and the Flames acquire Igor Sharangovich and a 2023 mm. third round pick. Overall, immediate, just an A++ for the Devils here, acquiring Tyler Toffoli. This is exactly what they needed to add to the roster. You know, I think you said it uh, before we jumped on. I mean, looking at the New Jersey Devils two years ago, I never would have thought the Devils roster would have looked like this. They might have the best top six forward group in the NHL right now. It might be the New Jersey Devils. And And like I said... This is exactly what the Devils needed to do. They needed to make a trade Mm. for Mm -hmm. a veteran Stanley Cup champion to bring the experience and leadership to this young core group like Heischer, like Hughes, like Mercer, Uh like other Luke Hughes on the blue line as well. So adding uh, another veteran Stanley Cup champion alongside Andre Palacios facilitates the, uh, the leadership and experience this team needs right now. Also, like you said, um, gotta give a mm-hmm. shout out to Tom Fitzgerald. He is Tommy an absolute Fitz. god the way he's yeah. managed this team so far. Um, right. so I think it's an absolute steal of a trade. You know, <laughs> again, Tyler Toffoli coming off the best year of his career, 73 points in 82 games, and now he has the chance to play with Hughes, Meyer, Brad, and Heesher. And we are going to talk about Heesher, or sorry, we're going to talk about uh, the Timo Meyer signing. We'll talk a little bit about Mackenzie Blackwood as well, Steele. Sharon Govich was the odd man out. They just can't keep every single good forward that they have. And uh, it's an upgrade. Is Sharon Govich's career, you know, 25 years old? The book's not out on him. But you mentioned all of the intangibles that t- Tyler yeah. Toffoli brings. And we haven't even spoken about 34 goals last year. And this is one of the things I was thinking about in my prep for today's episode is the man put up 73 goals plus 16, 268 shots, four game winning goals. 
the Calgary Flames were a mess last year, Steele, yeah. for most of the season. So if this man was able to get that done under Daryl Sutter's group, after Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau pieced out, and I'm not trying to take away from Lindholm, I'm not trying to take away from any of the other Flames there, what does this man now do up front in the top six of the New Jersey Devils? That's my number one. And I guess number two, Steele, I would just, as a fantasy GM, I wouldn't overreach with Toffoli too much because here's my take on this. They have so much good talent that if it works out, he might just be playing that third line guy, balancing out the attack. So his time on ice might come down a little. Yeah, he got a lot of run out in Calgary. I was a li- just a little bit concerned about what it means for his overall chance on ice. I think he still might be right there as a solid 60-point producer. But, oh, my goodness. And before I turn this back over to you, because I know I'm going off, but there is so much to like about this Devils team. I'm just a little bit concerned about the goaltending. And that's the only hole you can poke in it. Is the talent there for sure? But, man, Steele, looking at this lineup, Meyer, Heeshear, Mercer, Mm -hmm. Bratt, Mm -hmm. Hughes, Toffoli, Palat. Don't forget about Alexander Holtz on the come up. Yeah, And the blue line is just so balanced. So if there's a hole to poke, it's got to be the goaltending. That is the goaltending. And I do want to ask you about uh, a potential mock trade as Ooh. well about switching up the goaltenders for the New Jersey Devils. But this is the team to watch out for right now. Uh, we talked about Tyler Toffoli's fantasy value last year. And we expected it to go up because of the Huberto trade. We expected Tyler Toffoli's fantasy value to rise because Huberto would be facilitating an offensive group. It ended up being Tyler Toffoli just doing it himself uh, and having, again, the best year of his career last season with the Calgary Flames now traded with uh, to the New Jersey Devils. And I think his fantasy value will probably remain the same. I don't think he will get 73 points again. You know, he did play a full 82-game season, which uh, Mm -hmm. is the first time in a long time he's played a full season as well. So I think he can get back to 65 points, again, playing with these guys. If he moves up and down the lineup, who knows? But I think this is a great trade for the Devils. They needed this veteran leadership uh, moving forward with this young core. We are going to get to the Mackenzie Blackwood. We are going to get to Timo Meyer's contract. Eight yep. years, $70.4 million deal. Again, Tom Fitzgerald playing God right now. He's doing God-like things for the New, New Jersey Devils, and their fans probably couldn't be happier right now. We'll get right. to all of that very, very soon. But thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We appreciate all that love and support. Make sure you hammer that subscribe. Hammer the follow button. You can find our episodes Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. And thank you so much for all the love and support out there. We appreciate it. Timo Meyer getting a ton of love and support right now from Tom Mm. Fitzgerald and the Devils Mm -hmm. signs an eight year, $70.4 million deal to remain in New Jersey. Mm. Uh, What were your first thoughts on the contract and him remaining there for the next eight years? I think they, this is kind of given how much they, you know, position themselves to make the move at the deadline to get him. Uh, this just makes so much sense. He also popped a 40 piece last year still. So, um, and he played a good chunk of that time in San Jose. Did he get some good looks with some good offensive players? Of course. Don't want to poo poo on Logan Couture. Cause you know, I love him as well. I don't 8.8. Uh, I, I like my initial reaction is it's too much, 
But I don't think it's too much because he is going to be one of their cornerstone pieces. And you know what? Given how much he brings the body at times, I know his hits were, you know, in Jersey down a little bit, but not much. He still throws that body out there. So I think Steele, given his, aside from the fantasy value peripherals, we love Timo Meyer. I like the deal. I think he's also, what? what's his age? 26 years 26. old. I'm fine with yeah. the, fine. I'm fine with the term. At the end of the day, I think my question here is, whenever we start to throw too much love behind a team in the offseason, steal and starting to <laughs> love it on... No, no. Yep. When we start to really love it on paper, it just, you know, expectations build. And I'll say yep. this. Nobody on this team, except for maybe Andre Palat, is a champion. And, you know, there's probably a couple guys who might have a cup like that and I'm missing. I don't know. Maybe not, though. This is my concern. So am I ready to say mine this team for fantasy? Hundo, definitely. But my concern is don't forget about the New York Rangers. Don't forget about some the Carolina Hurricanes in that division. Because lastly, before I turn it back over to you, these FanDuel odds that just got updated for the Stanley <laughs> Cup winner, Devils just moved to plus 1,200. That wow. is just behind the Edmonton Oilers at plus 1,100 as the fourth best odds to win the Stanley cup. So just be very wary before you put a crown on these guys when most of them have one go in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's why they traded for a guy like Tyler to a Stanley cup champion. Mm -hmm. They needed that veteran experience in the locker room to get the, get the young guys going and mentor them a little bit. Um, New Jersey devils were, that wasn't the only trade or contract they were doing. They were a very, very mm -hmm. busy team the yeah. last few days traded Mackenzie Blackwood to the San Jose Sharks for a 2023 mm -hmm. sixth round pick. We knew that he was on his way out. They have Vitek Vanacek. They have a cure Schmidt under his entry level contract. Yeah. So it was, it was yep. the time was up. He was going to get moved no matter what. So that's a little bit of smaller news for the devils, but this is what I want to talk about in the potential Please. mock trade here about goaltenders. The goaltenders are the okay. question mark now because the blue line right. solid the top six forward group and the depth on the forward group is solid all around. 100%. Question mark, obviously, is Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmidt. Hellebuck has okay. been linked to oh. the New Jersey Devils. And, and they have $10.2 million in cap space right now. So Whoa. real quick, we're going to have a little bit of fun right here with a Whoa. mock trade for Connor Hellebuck. What do you think the Devils would need to trade away in order to acquire a, a goalie of Connor Hellebuck's stature and uh, of his caliber. Number one, they don't have a first round pick for this draft. So yeah. I don't think there's going to be some weird pre-draft move that involves this. You know, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like no shuffling of that order yeah. to me, eh, by the way, this is a spicy take and I'm here for it fully, <laughs> but they just have, too many like if i'm the gm making this conversation you know i'm kevin's shovel day off and i'm looking at your loaded tommy fitz forward group i'm sniping a good one off you i'm going for yep. dawson mercer yep. now that jesper bratt's under contract i know it makes sense that they signed him to be under contract for this team but the jesper bratt deal was very fair meaning it's attractive to other gms now that he's under term so if I'm that and I'm giving up one of the best, actually top three goalies in the business over the last five years, Steel, I'm going after one of their juicy forwards. I want Dawson Mercer. I want a first round pick and maybe 
Simon Nemich as well, one of their prize prospects. I'm going for a young player, NHL ready. I'm going for a first rounder, and I'm going for a prospect that's a first round pick. Maybe Holtz, maybe Nemich, but I'd say that package of three. That's a pretty solid starting point to kick things off there. And I actually have Mercer in my mock trade as well, because Bang. that's the type of player that they want a young player who's NHL ready yep. at the last year of his entry level contract and mm-hmm. could make, you know, he's not going to make a ton of money right off the get go, but could sign a fair deal uh, for three or four years. But my mock trade was actually Dawson Mercer was in there. I threw yep. VTech Vanacek in because why would you need Vanacek? If you acquire well, Connor Hellebuck and you and have Winnipeg Kirsten would Manage- need a goalie. So good. And on Winnipeg would need point. a goalie. So yeah. Dawson Mercer, Vitek Vanacek. And I threw in a first and a fifth round pick in 2024. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like you said, they don't have a first round pick this upcoming draft. They've got yeah. a first in 2024. They don't have a ton of picks over the next three years, but mm-hmm. I think that type of deal would be fair. Maybe they go in for a guy like Jesper Bockfist as well. Who's uh, an RFA this year, this, uh, okay. this off season okay. as well. But I think Mercer would be for sure the number one target. And when, again, when it, if that were to happen, I actually don't even hate the makeup of what Winnipeg now has in their mix and their forward group. Yeah. I know the questions are abound about Shifley. Blake Wheeler to me, I know he's been a solid fantasy piece. I know he's been important to the Jets. He wants out. See you later. Because Nino Niederreiter, Perfetti, Velarde, I follow a healthy Ehlers, Kyle Connor, Mark Shifley's yep. back there. And then you throw in Dawson Mercer. Adam Lowry is underrated team. as well. Very underrated. We know Josh Morrissey stepped out. Obviously, mm-hmm. the team would be battling the goaltending situation. But <laughs> all those players that I just mentioned, Steele, not only are they good fantasy options, this team would still score a ton of goals. They would score a ton of goals, and we'll see what Winnipeg Jets look like in a you know in the next couple of months. Again, few big right. names still on the trade block. Connor Hellebuck being one of them, and who knows where he might be heading to and what his next contract will yes, look sir. like as well. There are still a few big moves to be made. Still waiting for the Nashville Predators to drop that bomb on us that they they said they got a big deal brewing up. Uh, they're looking at making a big splash in the draft or in the next couple of days. So I'm keeping mm-hmm. my eyes peeled on the Predators, and you should uh, you should be too as well. Keep your eyes on all the news fantasy-wise. Come to this podcast for all the news. We got you covered no matter what all summer long. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time is when you can find our episodes Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.